episode 61 of Girl Mode. I'm one of your hosts, Robin B. And I am not Willow Rowe. I am your guest host for today. I am Zoe... Last name. Last name withheld. Uh, our special no, guest, Zoe... No, I can use my last name. It's so weird. I'll just... You can say my full name. It doesn't matter. No one needs okay. to know. Great. Yeah, our special guest, Zoe, if, if you tuned in last week, you heard... Uh, Zoe is, of course, Willow's girlfriend, and last year they Yuck. predicted the year in gaming uh, at the beginning of the year, and in our last episode, we read those predictions, and of course, Zoe uh, trounced it. Willa with a yeah. score of one-to-one, uh, <laughs> really a huge, uh, huge victory for Zoe, uh, and so as a, I don't know, reward slash maybe punishment, she is hosting the show with me this week, uh, while uh, Willa has been kicked off you know exiled to the the other room of their apartment where zoe yeah. usually has to go when we record yeah voted off the island yeah she's been voted <laughs> off girl mode island uh she she put up a good fight but zoe has immunity now so she's here forever uh so this is gonna be a a, a loosey-goosey episode i think we we thought of a lot of possibilities that we could cover this week and i don't think we ever really decided on which ones sounded best so great. So we'll just try everything, see what sticks. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I have a list right here of some of our possibilities. Yeah. And we can go through some it. of those, or we can go through some of the other ones. So ones that we thought of are, um, if if you had the uh, bad fortune of being around since our first uh, terribly edited episode, uh, you may remember we had an episode called "The Games That Made Us," where we talked about like the most important games to us. That's a possibility for Zoe. Mm. Is there something There's happening in your home? What? Is something going on in your home right now? Yeah, just just cat drama. Um, <laughs> that's a. That's a that's, you know, my cats are just drifting across the living room. Um, another possibility is Zoe's year in review because we just ended. Uh, you know, we had our 2023 mm. roundup. Another possibility is Zoe tells me about the weird adventure games she loved as a kid. Oh, uh, yeah, Because yeah, there are yeah. all kinds of fascinating games that Zoe used to play. One segment I think we do definitely want to do is, is this game ugly? Hit me with it, yeah. I think we've briefly mentioned before, Zoe has a very particular <laughs> sense of what games are pretty and ugly. Very correct so sense, play I'd that. say. <laughs> yeah. And do you have your predictions ready for this year? I surely do. I have okay. my predictions ready. I think I've got like six of them. Okay. Which well, Willis we said to do five. To five you can have six. Yeah, exactly. Willis said have five, so I did more because <laughs> I'm an overachiever. You're an overachiever. Yeah. yeah. It's a good thing to know about Zoe. So where do you where do you want to start? What do you what what rings your bell? As our old editor used to say. I guess we could uh we should start with uh Maybe my my year in review, because I feel like we're going to probably talk about the weird games that I've liked a lot. So let's start with what I thought of <laughs> yeah. last year in games. Uh, yeah. So what did you think of your last year in games? Like, what are, what are some standouts? What are some standouts in the wrong direction? I, I don't, I don't know, dude. I didn't, I didn't have a good time. <laughs> no? I, no. So, I mean... I've played a lot of games because of Willa, and I play a lot of mm -hmm. games with Willa, and I feel like we just didn't, 
I feel like I didn't play a lot of games. Usually I play one game a year and I, I kind of did because I played Cosmic Wheel because I played Cosmic Wheel first uh, and mm-hmm. told Willa to play Real it. Trendsetter. I know. And I was like obsessed with it until we got to the election portion of the game in which I did not finish it until Willa was playing the game. So like a month. And then other than that, I mean, I played Alan Wake with Willa where, you know, mm-hmm. she did the did the controls and I yelled at her to turn left. Yeah. Or I looked an, an things equally up. important role. Yeah. Or I, or I look things up on um, IGN or something for like a, a walkthrough guide <laughs> when we got too yeah. lost. Because Willa's not a real gamer and she can't. Yeah, she's she not very good at it. Without the handy IGN guides. I will say one thing that's very frustrating about playing games with Willa is that when I do get into a game, I really get into it and I really want to like explore and find everything and talk to everyone and get the collectibles and do all of the like if I can 100% a game, I will. And Willa hates that. She hates that so much. And so when so she's like, like, you're telling her, like, go back, there's a chest over there or go yeah. look over here. OK, OK. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or it's like, oh, uh, like it, great example. The big game that I would say that we played together this year would have been Alan Wake 2 or last mm-hmm. year. Um, and when she's just fucking running through these forests because she's scared that the bad guys are going to come get her. And I'm like. <laughs> But wait, you missed like a whole like area. Like we didn't even look and see what was over there. Like there is, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't care. I don't want to fight a wolf. Wow. What a baby. I'm kind of with you on this and I'm kind of with Willa. I'm with Willa and that I was too scared to play that game. So if I had finished it, I would also run through it. But also, if I was watching someone play a game and they just ignored entire sections, I would lose my mind. Like, I do have to, like, if I'm playing a game, I do want to, like, see all the little bits, you know? Yeah, especially a game like Alan Wake 2, where it's like, something's going on and I have to get to the bottom of it. That's all of my Uh favorite games is something's going on and I have to get to the bottom of it. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm going to get I'm going to get to the bottom of it. She has told me before, I think... Which sounds like the coolest uh, like way to play games together was when she played Elden Ring. Your job was to look up the lore of all the bosses that she was Ex- fighting and like yes. make her sad about them after fighting them. Yeah. So Elden Ring, as as I'm sure you know, as so many like Dark Souls games, there is such intense lore going on. But they're never going to explain it to you at all. Yes. Like you have to really like figure it out on your own if you care to and since i I just described how willa likes to play games she doesn't want to be doing all of that like she doesn't want to be like opening up each individual item that she gets and like reading its backstory and using that to like figure out one plus one equals three and all of that that is psychotic to me that is such an important part of those games (laughs) yeah she has i head empty she's just going through those games (laughs) So I was like so curious about what was going on. And so I was just, I I was I was just like on the fandom wiki like looking stuff up and once I decided she had gotten to a decent point in in that 
like, you know, string of the game, I was like, okay, now I'm going to explain to you what just happened. What you've been doing. Yeah. Why, why is that character like that? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> why are they cackling that way? Exactly. Like, why, why is this guy, like, insane? Why has he lost his mind? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> 20 <laughs> years ago, he went insane. The end. Did you, did you play Armored Core with her? The next game from the developer of Elden Ring. I did not. No, okay. I hate Gundam. They are the stupid, <laughs> hate ugly. Gundam. I hate Gundam. I hate those little robot people. I think they're so <laughs> okay. ugly and so stupid. You hate all mechs, then? Yeah, anything all mech. mecha. Any, yeah, wow. yeah. I hate it. I don't. This is. Hmm. This is troubling news. So wait, did you watch Witch from Mercury? Uh, a bit, but I really couldn't get into it just because really? there was just so much stupid Damn. robot fighting involved. Even the lesbians of it all couldn't, I, it, couldn't they, win you over? They tried, and occasionally I would pop my head in and be like, oh, that's cute. And then one of them would get into a big fucking robot <laughs> sure. and I'd be like, I am out. I cannot be bothered. Damn, that's tragic. I know, heartbreaking. Yeah, I truly can't relate. So what it's else from this year? Like you, you said that, like your Power Rangers. Yeah, it's it's too much. Like it reminds me too much of like oh, Power Rangers. I see. You're never a Power Rangers kid. I mean, I feel like everyone had to be a Power Rangers kid. Sure, by law. Yeah, because like you all had to play Power Rangers on the playground. So like I had to be the yellow Power Ranger. Just because that was mm -hmm. a requirement. Is that a bell? Oh, that's bell? my house. Yeah, my house. Is Someone is bell tolling. Oh, okay. Somebody is somebody with four legs is jingling a bell. Who could it be? <laughs> Who could it be? Probably Willa. Yeah. So, what did you watch as a kid? If you didn't like the Power Rangers, did you watch? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what was on when you were a kid. I was going <laughs> to say Card Captor Sakura, but that was like ten years too early. <laughs> I don't I I feel like I still I don't know. My brother liked Power Rangers, so I feel like I still had to watch some Power Ranger stuff sometimes. But I just didn't okay. care about it. I don't know. Uh -huh. All right, so let's get back to this year. What else? You said your big game Goblin is so close to stepping on the power button for my computer. That'd be so funny if your cat's just like, I actually hate this podcast. You need actually, to stop. Actually, you're done. You have nothing interesting to say. <laughs> your, your big game was Cosmic Wheel. Did you well, play anything else that you that you enjoyed? Well, Cosmic Wheel actually ended up being the only game I really played by myself, which I kind of regretted because I feel like there were a few games that I should have tried to get back to by myself. Because something that happens often is that Willa and I will start a game together. And then Willow mm -hmm. will decide, like, eh, this game's fine, this game's whatever, and not really come back to it. And, you know, she's got so many other games to play all the time that she's just on to the next thing. And there have been, there were a few games that I feel like, I can't remember what any of them are, of course, but I, there were a few <laughs> games that I was like, I probably should, like, go back to this and keep playing it and see, see what's going on here. And, but I don't know. We, I felt like we were always playing something, though. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what she mentioned at the girlies. How about Bayonetta Origin? Did you play that at all? I 
did play a bit of Bayonetta Origins. I found it very difficult because mm. there was like so many moves that you had to learn for two characters only using yeah. your little switch handles. And it was that was really tough. That was really hard, even though it was cute. Hard. And I did like that. Yeah. And I did play it a bit, but it just got kind of hard. I tried mm. playing Lies of P. Yeah, I remember you were very interested in Lies of P. I was surprised Yeah, I really wanted to get into it. And then I really was bad at it. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's a hard game. I was bad at it, too. What? So what made you want to play Lies of P? Um, hot Pinocchio. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the moment where you were like, should I just say what it really is? Or should I make up something? <laughs> yeah, hot Pinocchio yeah. that looked like Timothy Chalamet. I thought yeah. that that was just funny. I thought it was funny that he looked so much like Timothy Chalamet. It was funny. It was even funnier when Timothy Chalamet then showed up at the Game Awards. I really yeah. wish they had made some reference to that. They should have. Instead, they made a reference to his stupid Xbox YouTube channel. And yeah. I'm like, they should have been no. like the star of Lies of B, Timothy Chalamet. Yes. I think you should try again <laughs> when they release the Dorothy game. Yeah, maybe that's what I need. It just needs to be a woman and then I'll get into it. I They're think so. so those games are so hard. Why do they make they those are. games so hard? For nerds. They love that shit. Go outside. I don't know. Will and I have talked about this before. <laughs> go outside. You don't have to go outside. Let's let's not go crazy here, so you don't have to go outside. <laughs> just play a different video. Play something fun. For God's sake. Play Princess Peach Showtime. Play, oh God, I can't wait to play Princess Peach I can't Showtime. wait. March 22nd is going to be the best day for video games. <laughs> and only because know. of Princess Peach Showtime and not because that's also when Dragon's Dogma 2 is supposed to come out. Yeah, God, that's going to be such a good day for me. Yeah. My love of dragons and my love of outfits is going to come together in a real big way. I, I really think that I might... Um, Princess Peach Showtime might be might be what brings me back into 100%ing a game by myself. Hell yeah. Wait, okay, so what have you 100%ed games by yourself before? Yeah. I mean, I 100%ed Chicory. Yes, I I eventually wanted us to get around to Chicory. Yeah. Is this but, is Chicory your favorite game? Yeah, Chicory's the best game ever made okay. ever. It's certainly the one I've heard you talk about the most. Yeah, no, it's so good. Um, it's it's just perfect. It's I it's just it's just the perfect game, and it's got the perfect story. And I played all thirty hours, and I did all of their little side quests, and it was, and I colored in, I think like every square <laughs> inch of the map, and it was it was perfect. And I think it's only like six hours to beat, but I I played thirty hours of the game. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Six hours is the perfect length. 30 hours is the perfect length to get obsessed with a six-hour game for. Yeah, I think so. So if anyone, yeah, if anyone hasn't played Chicory, it is like a game where you play as a little black and white dog in a little You're black and white little world. Dog. And you have the yeah. power to like color in the world in like any color you want. Yeah. And you even get patterns after a while. I never got that far. Yeah, yeah, you can get patterns. So it's not just that you're coloring it in, you can like make it look striped. <laughs> So tell me, yeah, cool. what did you like about, like, what kept you playing so much? What did you like about um, Chicory? I mean, I was obsessed with, so in, first of all, the game got me right at the jump because the first thing that they do when you play this game is they're like, what is your favorite food? 
And then you type in your favorite food, which my favorite food is pancakes. And then whatever you've decided as your favorite food, that is the name of the little dog that you are playing. It's a great name for a dog, too. So good. I was like, I was like, I am immediately in love with pancakes. (laughs) Like she is my little gender fluid icon. I was it just it because you've picked the name before even knowing like you were picking the name I feel like it makes you fall in love with that character like so much more and then we go on and meet the title character Chicory who is in this black and white world there is the master artist or something like that is what they're called and they have this master paintbrush that can paint the world and the current master artist is this rabbit named chicory and basically she's experiencing gifted kid burnout and (laughs) is like depressed because this thing that used to make her happy now only makes her upset and she feels like a failure all the time so you're, you're experiencing two stories simultaneously when you play chicory where you're experiencing chicory's world of like being told that she's such a great artist And she has this mentor who has super high expectations of her and she gets this position and she's supposed to be like pretty young for having this position of like this master artist. And now she is just overwhelmed by this job and she no longer likes doing art, no longer enjoys doing this thing that she's supposed to be so passionate about. And she's struggling with all of this like self-doubt about who she is and feeling like a failure. And then simultaneously you're going through little dog's life, pancakes, life journey, pancakes. Uh, And pancakes is somebody who is being told the entire time because pancakes takes up the master brush and is like, well, if trickery is not going to do it, I'll do it. And everywhere pancakes goes, everyone's like, you're not trained in this. Like, you don't know what you're doing. Like, you can't be the master artist. You have no artistic skill. It can't just be something that you do. You have to be good at it. And I feel like it's a game for, like, people who have ever had a creative outlet, either professionally or just as a hobby. Because if you've ever just had a hobby of, like, enjoying art, then you are experiencing the game just like Pancakes is, where you're like, I don't have to be good at it. It just can be something I do. Or you could experience it from Chicory's perspective of being like, I took the thing I love and I made it my job and now I want to kill myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's just so beautiful to watch both of these stories, like, go through. And, like, the the true villain that you're fighting is, like, self-doubt for both of them. They're both experiencing just self-doubt, and they're both just experiencing a lot of judgment. And that's, like, what the game is about. And then you meet all, you meet some other artists, you see what they went through, you meet, like, other people who are training to maybe be a master artist one day. It's like, there's, this world is so rich and perfect and lovely and if you manage to 100% the game this is a spoiler but if you manage to if you become a master chicory player if you become a master chicory player then you'll get an invitation for a party back at your house because you get a house after a while and when you go back there you get like interviews from the people who made the game as characters like within the game like as little side Mm -hmm. characters within the game and then they get to talk to you about like 
why making this game was important for them and like how much like they loved making this game. And it's just, it's like this game is made for artists, by artists, for non-artists, for ever. Like it's just so beautiful. And also I love because you you're named after your favorite food. Every character in the game is named after food. So eventually you will run into somebody who has your name because like literally any food you can name is basically there. <laughs> so I did run into somebody whose name was Pancakes. And they acknowledged it within the game. They're like, oh my God, oh, you cute. and I have the same name. <laughs> and That's then fun. when I found God, I more found games out should, every game should do that actually. And then I found out later when I 100%ed it and I got the special ending that one of like that the the little side character pancakes is the favorite food of one of the developers so that was like what represented one of the developers. Oh, what a game. Such a cute What a game. Such a cute little beautiful game and yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Gosh, that makes me want to go back and like finish chicory. I know. It's pretty good and i loved i loved finding all the little it, w- it was also just like the gameplay was so much fun mm-hmm. like all the little side quests were just a lot of fun yeah painting is fun art is fun it's mm. like the whole <laughs> point yeah so it's saying i mean obviously that's yeah that's a big that's a game that i've 100 percented another game yeah. that i've 100 percented was hades yeah, very similar game. Very similar game. Very similar you know, doing amount art, of time. Fighting your dad. Similar. Yeah, very topics. similar amount of time. Um, like Chicory took uh, thirty hours to one hundred percent. Hades took a hundred hours to one hundred percent. Oh, I was really addicted to that game. Yeah, I mean that's just yeah, that's like an incredibly replayable game. It's hard to stop playing Hades. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, are you excited for Hades too? I am so excited for Hades too. I think that it's just going to be everything that, you know, you like about Hades, but some more of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm here for that. And it's a woman you this don't time. Have Willa's spoil sport uh, opinions about it? N- no, I don't. Because Willa is no fun and she doesn't let people... <laughs> do things because she's like well super giant games never made a sequel before and usually they don't repeat themselves and like usually you know they try to do something new and i'm like well can't one argue that making a sequel is something new that they've never done before get her ass yeah exactly Mm, bite me get in the comments And you do play as a woman which is nice that is new exactly i'm excited to see if they introduce new gods that weren't in the first one yeah i think they are i think they've shown a couple They've shown, yeah. um, let me show you, let me show you some people. They're here. I don't watch game. trailers. Don't you know this about me, Robin? I didn't know that about you. Just I, like, as, like as a spiritual practice, you refuse to watch trailers. Yeah. As a, as a, it's a core part of my identity is I think that trailers <laughs> are spoilers and give away too much oh, of okay. the, the movie. And it's usually movies that have trailers. Uh-huh. Um, so once I decide I like something, one, I. Do you one new character is going to be in this game? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can show okay. it. It's fine. I don't know. But I try, uh, I try to keep a tight lid on what I, once I decide I'm going to watch something or I'm going to do something, I'm like, that's it. Radio silence now. Everything. I'm going in blind. Which sometimes works out for me because what were we watching just the other day and some movie? And I was like, I had no idea this actor was in this movie. And I was like, how did you not know that? I don't remember what it was. It was Zac Efron and Iron Claw. 
Um, no, I'm joking. He's the star of the movie. I, oh, I know he's in that I don't one. Know. I don't know movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've seen like three movies in the past year. Oh, I have seen this this nemesis. Yeah, she yes. looks great. She looks great. She looks great. So excited to meet her. Oh, yeah. Super buff. Yeah, I agree with you, though. I mean, obviously, I can't really do that with games because my job is to not do that most of the time. Yeah, um, your job is to watch it and then write a recap. Here's everything we know about Hades mm-hmm. 2. All right. <laughs> you don't need to say it in that voice. <laughs> That's how I make fun of Willow. You're, you're all right, the time. though. It is. It's way better. I love when I am like, it does help that a lot of the games that I am most excited about are not ones that I typically get to write about. So I don't have to do that stuff and I can go in fresh. But I think, yeah, if you're able to like just avoid that stuff entirely, I think you're you're going to be happier with, you know, the end thing, whether it's a game or a movie, whenever you finally do get around to it. Yeah. I'm just my cats are just in the most precarious places right now. Get One on. wrong move could send this whole thing tumbling. tumbling down. Yeah. What about? Yeah. So anything else you're looking forward to in the coming year? Games wise or movie wise, if you're gonna talk about some movies, send me into that. Um I do we think the Elden Ring DLC is coming out this year? I think so. It would be pretty wild to announce it that early if it wasn't coming out this year. Yeah. I'm excited for that because I loved Elden Ring because I loved Willa's in my system of Willa plays the game and then I explain to her what's happening. Yeah. They'll have all kinds of wacky new not wacky, but it will not it's be wacky. Pretty much the opposite of wacky. It's a real, yeah. I consider Elden Ring a kind of a bummer. whimsical slapstick adventure, <laughs> um, but all kinds of weird new characters. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, and then Princess Peach Showtime, obviously. Of Hades two. I probably won't be playing this year. I suspect it'll only be an early access this year. Right. You don't want to play early access. Does that is that, is no. that a form of spoiler for you? Uh, I just, you know, get get the bugs out of there. Somebody else should make sure. I want to. <laughs> uh, I have this crazy thought that I want to play a completed project. <laughs> sure, makes sense. Yeah. What else is even coming out? What are the big games that are coming out now? Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I will not be mm-hmm. playing that. Um, no. No. Do you care about Final Fantasy at all? Willa wants me to. Yo, so you don't bad. like turn-based games. I remember this. Yeah. Because Willa tried to make you play Final Fantasy IX. Willa wants me to play literally any Final Fantasy game so badly. Just uh-huh. She's like, pick one and play it, and I refuse because they're all boring and ugly. <laughs> they're not. That's they a crazy thing to say. I want everyone Ugh. to know that all of the Final Fantasy games are boring and ugly. Especially Final Fantasy XIV. I get the fuck out of here. Uh, it's that's, just this is why is there? There's so much on the screen. What a crowded, crowded screen! It reminds me of the MMOs that my true. dad plays, which my dad plays like <laughs> terrible MMOs all the time. And uh-huh. there's just always so much text this and is a good shit MMO. on the screen. There is too much stuff on the screen. You can you can clean up your UI. I think maybe you're seeing screenshots of people who haven't done a lot of UI management. Are you talking about Willows? I have no idea. I have to look. Willow all the time makes me like help 
redesign her Final Fantasy character. And I'm like, I guess it's fine. Like, I don't know, dude. Yeah, it's fun. It's like playing a dress-up game. Final Fantasy XIV is a dress-up game. I wish it was. I wish it was. Anyway, okay, since you've uh, told us your incorrect opinion that Final Fantasy XIV looks bad, do you want to segue us into, is this game ugly? Sure. Okay, we're going to play a round of, is this game ugly? Um, Got it. So I've collected some screenshots. I'm just going to send you them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course I will put these on our Tumblr the same way that I do when we have um, X-Men episodes and I post the covers that Willa is showing me so that folks na, 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 na. can play along at home na, 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 na. so we're, we're going to send you this one first this is just to, to calibrate your sensors okay Ugh, chicory so cute nice stylized they had a vision and they went for it what a good looking game. Mm-hmm. And it looks good no matter how you paint it because it's completely because the world is black and white and then you get to paint it however you want and it's always going to look good. Yeah. No, no argument here. Let's show you about this game. Also very stylized, also very colorful. And this is what gameplay looks like. Yeah. Yes. These are all I made sure to find gameplay from all of these. This is this is pretty cute, I'll say. Like this looks like the okay. characters look cute, even though the characters a little like little pixel guy. Uh-huh. You don't like little pixel guys? You know I struggle with little pixel guys. Yeah, sure. But this one we is this one is pretty cute and I do like these like hand they look like hand painted pretty backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Like the the world is very very cute. Looks like this looks like it's Winnie the Pooh. So okay, this is what from is this? Winnie the Pooh the game. Oh, uh, no, this is this is Legends of Mana. <laughs> I've never heard of that. That's you don't need to have. Um, how about this one? Mm. I don't like this. It's it's giving. What don't you like about this? It's giving like mid two thousands, like a DreamWorks movie where they haven't fully figured out computer animation. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, this is Visions of Mana. This is the same series, but this is one that's coming out this year. I'm so sorry. Your two, trees, two DreamWorks for you. Your trees don't look good. Your grass looks weird. Yeah, they would not. They would not be in the running for most realistic trees for sure. And it just Damn doesn't quite sure. feel it, like it. It's lost some of that stylized, like cutesiness of that first one. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Looks like a Kingdom Hearts game now. <laughs> it does look a little like a Kingdom Hearts game. How about... Maybe because he's got a big sword. Yeah. It's not a key, though. It's, a, it's just a sword. That's true. How about this one? We'll go away from from cutesy for a minute. Ew, what is this? This is so <laughs> ugly. Robin! No! It's Dread Delusion. It's great. This is awful. This looks terrible. No, it's beautiful. Did this game come out in 1995? This game came out in 2022. No, it did not. No, it did did not. It did. But it's so ugly. No, it's beautiful. Look at that tree. What is going on? It's, It's intentional. It's stylized. The style is ugly? Well, the style is look bad. I would disagree. I would disagree. 
The style is. Uh, let me show you what the style is. It's um. It's based on kind of the look of this game, which is called Morrowind. This game literally looks is, better than than the first. It's one of the best games ever made. Here, I'll show you. That one's a little. That one, there's a little. That one's a little spruced up. Let me show you what the game really looks like. Oh, okay, great. That one, someone clearly is using some uh, performance enhancing HD texture packs mm. in that one to juice their score. Um, juice it up. This one's more representative. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> Do you think better or worse than Dread Delusion? I I don't want to be mean. This one, okay, I mean, the thing that Dread Delusion has, right, is that the colors are so mm-hmm. different, so mm-hmm. they pop a bit more. This one, the colors are also the same. It kind of blends into this wash of nothing. Mm-hmm. It's giving nothing. And I'm also sorry. flat. Okay. Let's see, let's show you another game that's Mostly in the same color range and see oh, what you feel. Yeah, about. great. Well, it doesn't look like this person is walking on those stairs. It looks like that person is floating up those stairs. Yeah, well, it was 2002. Okay, I guess it gets a pass for being 2002. I would say this is fine. The light coming in from the windows looks like natural ish. Uh huh. Uh, this than, is Eco, another one of the greatest games ever made. Better um, than Dread Delusion, but it's not sparking joy for me. You say it's better than Dread Delusion? Yeah. Okay. For sure. For sure. 120,000%. Okay. So we're getting some, we're getting somewhere. We're getting some data. How about another one? Let's see. What do I want to do? Let's give you another one with some interesting colors going on. Oh, okay. I like this. This is there's a guy and he's running and it's like pink, and um, it looks like it's it's got like a a drawn on effect, um, mm-hmm. like a pencil scratchy effect. I like this. Yes, Good. yes. This is it, a game called Saturnalia. Uh, really gorgeous game. This was yeah. the, uh, one of the winners of last year's best-looking game at the Girlies. Mm, yes, it, this uh, is a good one. Congrats to those who made it. Good job. Congrats to those. Um, how about this one? Similar color scheme again. Okay. I'm looking at... Oh, I like this. This is very... See, I like it when they have a clear artistic point of view. This is mm-hmm. cool. We've got a cool person here. They're wearing a cool silky top. Um, this is maybe some sort of visual novel because it looks like you're just mm-hmm. picking your um, your text options. Yeah, this is Mediterranean Inferno. This mm. was my winner from this year's best looking game at the Girlies. Yes, this is this is this looks nice. I'm Yeah, I like it. Congrats to those who made this one as well. Yeah, congrats. I think How about this just, one. Just you which know, you've already discussed a little. I think people just need to do some interesting things with their art. I really okay. See, so this is this Bayonetta is why Origins. we love indie games, Zoe, because people this do interesting we... things instead of boring things. This is why we love indie games because they do a lot more interesting things, which is like obviously Chicory is very interesting, and even this year, like Cosmic Wheel looked very cool. The world mm-hmm. that they designed looked cool. They just 
even though it was pixely, which makes your stomach turn. Oh, yeah. I don't know. You know, that's so true. It It is so true that the, the pixelated is not my favorite thing. But occasionally it works when it's, I don't know. Sometimes it works. What can I say? Okay. It worked in that case. This is Bayonetta Origins that you've shown me a picture of, which I do also mm-hmm. think is very pretty. They've also gone for a very cool hand-drawn effect like it looks like an Alice in Wonderland fever dream and it's very pretty yeah good stuff good stuff and that's Uh, a triple a game right Bayonetta Origins that's a triple a game yeah yeah Bayonetta that's a big one you know everyone knows the Bayonetta lady now the Bayonetta games very ugly really yeah I think she looks so stupid (laughs) <laughs> she looks They're so just ugly dumb. character design you think yeah yeah i think she looks so dumb and stupid and she looks so cute in this bayonetta origins but in the other ones she looks so especially when she's in the real world then she looks so fucking dumb she's got uh-huh. like triple h boobs in like a normal button down and glasses Let's see if let's see if you can guess what what theme we're going with for this one. Why did it send you a fucking bitmap to download? <laughs> Gonna go ahead and fix that real quick. Nope. Forget it. Moving on. Let's go back to pixels. Great. Okay. Ugh, no. No? I'm I don't like this. You're out of your mind. Uh, this is the game I'm playing right now. It's called Momodora Moonlit Farewell. It's beautiful and perfect, and I love it. I don't like um, this at all. There's, there's. It's great. No. Okay, how about this one? Ew! This is so ugly. Ew? This is maybe. Why the, is it uh, ugly? This is just. It's just. Look at it. It's like, ugh! I hate this looking is also, at this. Oh my god! This is like also illustrated storybook is it too brown do you not like the color brown maybe the problem is it's so yellow and brown um oh my god and what game is this this is dragon's crown dragon's this is crown. A game that i really enjoy the dragon looks cool let me send you one that's less brown this is this is worse Oh god damn it. This okay. picture you've sent is is worse. No, it's not. Look at these stupid people. Good. And it's so fucking dark. <laughs> can't see shit. Whatever. What do you know? What do I know? Uh, <laughs> I I you know, I prophesized the most about 2023, so that's what I know. No, oh, that's true. You do actually technically know the most of all of us. And not only that, I also prophesized uh one of Maddie Meyer's uh, prophecies for 2024 is that Jeff Keighley is going to be canceled. And I'm like, hello. That was I, wild. He already was. You're being a trendsetter again. I am. Just you wait to hear my predictions for this year. I think you get a bonus point this year if he gets canceled. I should. If he actually gets canceled, could you imagine like if he doesn't host the Game Awards? That would be bananas. That would be insane. They just replace him with a Muppet. They replace him with that <laughs> random girl who's also there. This is kind of cute. 
Cool. I'll, I'd say this is cute. This You've shown me uh, there are some girls on a sidewalk. They're all in school uniforms and they have ice creams. They mm-hmm. also are normal looking girls. Yeah. This is 13 Sentinels. It's by the same developer that made Dragon's Crown. Mm, oh, they figured it out. They <laughs> they got it together this time. They got now. it together this time around. Um, let's see. What else do I want to show you? Oh, let's go back to let's go back to Cutlers. Oh my god, Hi-Fi Rush is a cool looking game. I mm-hmm. played Hi-Fi Rush. I Hi-Fi Rush is kind of one of those games from last year that I wish that I had played more without Willa because I think I would have gotten really into it um, because I really did enjoy it when I was playing it. Yeah. And then we just never went back to it because Willa wasn't that into it. Um, yeah. With her, they're yakking about how bad it is. It's hard to get into it. I know. Do you like well, rhythm games generally? Uh, Name another. I'm guessing that's a no then. <laughs> I mean, this is a very different kind of rhythm game, right? This is like rhythm and action. Most of the games are just about the music, like matching the, you know. Yeah, like, you mean beat. like Guitar Hero? Like Guitar Hero, sure. I mean, I've played Guitar Hero. I'm not very good at I'm. I have rhythm. Like I have taken a lot of dance <laughs> classes. I've danced a I lot. I even have music. I, I, you know, I am often found singing in the background. Um, <laughs> however, I am not good at rhythm games. I'm not very good at video games. Mm. And then if it, if I get stressed out, then I don't want to play anymore. Sure. So I think yeah, that's rhythm why games I can be really stressful. Yeah. They're hard to like recover when you start doing bad. It's hard to like pick back up. Yeah, exactly. So I guess the easy answer is then no, I don't play a lot of rhythm games. Um, I have a couple more images to show you to just round things out. We're going back to the gray zone. Listen, I'm sorry. Video games are gray. I don't know what to tell you. It's not. That's, I didn't make this decision. That's why. Oh, my God. I know this one because Willa likes this game. And I think mm-hmm. that that little freak is so <laughs> ugly. No. Yeah. He's I, so precious. I hate him. Aww. I hope he dies at the end of the game. Oh, well, his name is Trico. He is from a game called The Last Guardian, and he's beautiful and perfect. I hope The Last Guardian dies. You're right. You're right. He is a little freak, but I think it's fine to be a little freak. Um, Yeah, of course you do. I have two two more games for you that I think you're going to love. I think the I want to say that the rest of the world in The Last Guardian looks like good and cool, but this little freak Mm. guy, I don't like him. Yeah. Okay. Now I recognize these little bird things. Uh huh. What are they? Chocobos. Uh huh. Are they? Yeah. Did yeah. I get that right? Which means this is a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. Do you think this looks cool? Let me. <laughs> I do. I think it's pretty. You think it's pretty? You these... Yeah. You got all these different colored chocobos. You got this weird. <laughs> non-textured grass <laughs> this brown green non-textured grass okay. if you just look at the chocobos though do you think the chocobos themselves are pretty like there's some nice shading on their feathers they've got a cool design I... they've got big eyes like little I... disney characters i mean they've got huge fucking feet yeah i mean if you're into that that's cool i am not into that <laughs> Um, they're fine, I guess. Like, I don't have anything against them. I just feel like, Uh 
I feel like the problem I have with so many video games is that they have to try so hard to look serious and serious Mm. translates to ugly so often. I think that you just don't know that most video games are ugly and you don't have to live like this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think... I think most AAA video games are ugly and too serious. I would agree with you there. But I don't think Final Fantasy is one of them. Final Fantasy is the worst of them. Everyone looks like they're in a 1990s boy band. And and none of them are the hot one. They're all in a 90s boy band and none of them are the hot one. (laughs) I'm trying to think of a video game now that doesn't take itself too seriously. And it's not ugly. You're really calling my bluff here. Video games maybe are too serious. Video games um, are too serious. Horizon Forbidden West looks good. That's a good looking game. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's one I did want to show you, actually. I just forgot to put it on the list. It's got colors. It's got personality. It's got pixels. Now, see, I like the little creatures that we've got going on uh-huh. here on the sides. But if I were to just Love a little go creature. by, like, the... What is going on here? There's uh, spaceships shooting Oh, at those each are other. spaceships? Mm-hmm. And the little critters are in the spaceships. What game is this? I don't like this. This is Cobalt Core. I like the little creatures, but the problem is, is that the game, game isn't that actually the little creatures. You can't, like, be them? Yeah. 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 You're not the little creatures. You're not looking at them, like... You're looking at the the ugly little tiny rocket ships the whole time. <laughs> uh-huh. This is right. my problem. Is when this is my problem with so many games is that they show me cute art, but then that's not actually the game. The game is actually just right. stupid tiny little pixels. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what makes the art. All the pixels. Okay, what about this? This is a game with with. This is a game all about the chuck a block with little guys. Oh, this is Pikmin. Mm-hmm. I played this. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? I, I noticed that you didn't mention it on the list of games you liked this year. Really hard it was too hard for me. Yeah. And then they timed you once they time once once they start timing me, I I get too stressed. Like I like I said, if I get too stressed out, I will stop playing. Yeah, that's not why you're playing. You don't need that's, to be more stressed. Exactly. You, you have a life for that. Exactly. And I'm not saying I don't want it. I want it to be like easy, but just like unnecessary stress like that is something I, I struggle with. And that's my problem with Pikmin is I was having a pretty good time until they were like, and now you have 30 seconds to collect all your Pikmin or else they get eaten. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck you then. Too much pressure. Yeah. And then I turned off the game and I punished it by not playing it anymore. <laughs> That'll show it. That'll show you to time me. <laughs> Uh, Pikmin is cute, though. I like it. I like the world design. It's cute that it's just the human mm-hmm. world and that there's very Toy Story. Like, I like that. Yeah. Okay, I have one more that I just thought of. I'm going to show you. It, it combines a lot of our themes here. Great. It's 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 got little guys out the wazoo. Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight is a very well, pretty game. this is specifically game. Silk Song that I wanted to show you because oh, is I think this? Needle... Is your little character instead of the vessel, and I think she is amazing. I well, love her design. Hollow Knight in general, that's a good looking game. That is mm-hmm. a fun game, and, and it's not a fun game. It's not fun. 
It's hard. It's you think really, it's fun? It's really, really oh, hard. Right. Oh, yeah. Way too stressful. No, it's not stressful because it's not, they're not timing me. It's not like a rhythm oh. game. Those are stressful because it's like right now, if you don't do this right, then you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Whereas Hollow Knight is like, you're just going to mess up a bunch and have to redo it. I don't know. I'm fine sure. with redoing stuff. It's just, hmm. yeah. I don't just know. Just timers. Just time. I really don't like timers. Hollow Knight is, I should try to play Hollow Knight again. I played a bit of Hollow Knight and then I stopped and I can't remember exactly why. I played a couple hours of it. It's just, it's also long. Hollow Knight is long. Yeah, it's really long. Yeah. But I feel like if I wanted to, I think Willa had me play it because she wanted to find a game that would replace the Hades, like whole after I finished. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good Hades substitute. Yeah, I think Hollow Knight was supposed to be that. And it just ended up, I just ended up not playing it that much and i think it was because i was playing it on my switch light hmm. and now that we have a regular switch i should try again playing it on the tv you didn't oh because you didn't like the little i think the little screen little controls yeah i think it was just the tiny screen that was tough for me mm-hmm. i love a big screen yeah. yeah it's more fun it's more you fun but more that's also how you're there. able to tell if games are uh low-key kind of ugly i'm gonna say something extremely controversial right now Great. Tears of the Kingdom was ugly. I think it wasn't that great. It didn't look good. When it was on the big screen, it looked terrible. Yeah. I think little screen looks fine. Big screen. mm, Problems. Some problems appear. But you're you you made it on a device that's able to be on a big screen like they made it for something for a big screen. And then they didn't make sure that it looked good on the big screen. It feels like a (laughs) fatal flaw. Yeah, they probably should have had somebody check that before yeah. they put the game did out. Nobody, did nobody? Every, was everyone playing it on the little Switch? Nobody thought, "Hey, let's blow this up and make sure it still looks good." Yeah, slipped their minds. I don't know how. They were yeah, too, just too busy making all the little guys to put in there. Too busy making little demons that jump out and kill you. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. No shame priorities. because I was having some fun with that game, except it was lagging a lot. Also. Yeah, yeah, it lagged a lot. It lagged a lot, and it made it really hard to get into it. Yeah. Did you play Breath of the Wild? No, I have never played Breath of the Wild. Okay. I think I missed that one. I think it's good. I'll catch the next one. I think I like it better than Tears of the King. Catch it next time. Yeah. See you next time, Link. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. If they fix the... Big screen problem. If they fix the big screen problems, which hopefully they will. Hopefully people complained about I that. I mean, you know, Switch 2 will be out by then, mm. according to GameShark. So the switcheroo. We'll that That's what I've been calling the Switch 2. I've been calling it the switcheroo. Oh, this yeah, oh yeah, right. Yeah, sorry, I forgot I that I haven't told you the, that. I think they should either call it the Super Nintendo Switch or the Nintendo Switch Advance. Yeah, I think because um isn't it Maddie Myers who says they should call it the Super Nintendo Switch? I think she Maybe. was. I think she was saying that on. She's right a lot. It could be her. Yeah. I, well, I'm pretty sure she said that on Triple Click, and I was like, yeah, that would that would be cute. Obviously, um, I don't think this. This isn't. I did not make this one of my predictions. I don't think that the word Switch is going to be in uh in the mm. the Switch too. Yeah. So you think it's like not going to be the next Switch, but it's going to be like the, uh, just a new Nintendo console. Do you think it's still going to be like the handheld thing? 
Yeah, I do. I think it's going to be, I, I think that it's going to have a name that is similar to Switch, uh-huh. um, but I don't think it's going to be Switch. Why do you think that? I just think it's going to be called the Switch, the Nintendo Verse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's going to be called the the Nintendo Swap. <laughs> Wait, why do you think it's not going to be called the Switch? I don't know. That's just my feelings. Just vibes. Just vibes. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so you have you have been very vocal with me before about your your dislike of our the length of some of our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> which is very understandable because you have to listen to Willa a lot in your real life too. Oh, so why I would know, you and she talks so much. So we're at about an hour now. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go into predictions or do you want to talk about some of your weird adventure games or something else? I do want to talk a little bit about some of my okay. games just because, you know, okay. I think that they need a little more attention. I agree. Most of the games you played as a kid, I've never heard of, and they're all fascinating. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not to, not to you know, get on a soapbox here, because I was playing games for little girls, and nobody pays attention to <laughs> games made for little girls. That's true. I know you don't that, need to convince me of that. <laughs> I know that Ashley Barden wrote this article that was like, I, I resonated with so deeply where she talked about girlsgogames.com mm-hmm. because me and my sister were on girlsgogames.com so much when I was in like early middle school doing stupid little dress up games and stupid little hair washing games where like, you know, you you wash the girl's hair and then you cut it and you, you know, blow it out and you put highlights in it and you you know curl it and straighten it and all of this stuff and those were extremely important i was actually just asking my sister if she remembers a game that i managed to find somebody talking about on a reddit thread this game does not Mm. exist anymore because it was just a flash website game yeah rip flash it doesn't exist but it was called gogoddess.com Wait, the game was called GoGoddess.com? They always just refer to it. It has like the whole thing, GoGoddess.com, as far as I remember. But it was like the it was like Greek goddesses as modern teenage girls, and each of them had like so first you would take a quiz, and the quiz would say, like, you're the most like this, you know, Greek goddess. And then they mm-hmm. would take you to her room. And then she would have like more like little interactable mini game stuff for you to play with once you got to her room. Like I remember Hera was like president of the student council uh, and Athena was like a basketball star. Persephone was like this artsy, like vaguely gothic chick. (laughs) Yeah, it was a whole thing. That sounds great. And I was just asking my sister if she remembers this. She does not. But I do. And one person on Reddit also does because they they also were there with me. Yeah, this game truly doesn't. It does not exist. No, I can't find find an image of it. I can't find anything to prove that it exists. Nope. Same thing with as as Robin and I have talked about. The American Girl Games. 
the yes, we have talked extensively about American Girl. Because I had to explain the concept of American Girl dolls to you. And that they each yeah, have a I mean, trauma. I knew they existed. I just didn't realize the dense Elden Ring-like lore that went yeah. along with the American Girl dolls. Well, because they're each from a different period of history. And they're each dealing with, like, a tragedy. Like, there's a tragedy. History-shaping, like, revolutionary ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... And it used to be that they... that. Like, they each had a little online game that you could play with all of them. Like, I remember Molly, the doll of World War II. Uh, She had, like, a bike route game where you would, like, travel to different, (laughs) like, parts of the town. I think you were supposed to be collecting cans for, like, a canned food drive. Sure. Addie, the... uh, the American girl doll who had escaped slavery. Uh, you played Moncala with her, like an online Moncala. Samantha, uh, which was like a, a Victorian Gilded Age era doll. I don't know. Her big trauma was basically the fact that she was an orphan and that her friend had to like go work in a factory. Yeah, her big trauma was the entire, like, state of the world Yeah, when she was around, yeah. And uh, I remember that there was, like, a, a some sort of, like, there was, like, a tea parlor or some sort of tea party thing going on with her. Mm-hmm. These games were extremely important, and they don't exist there was anymore. There like, a chimney sweeping minigame for her. Yeah, exactly. A child, uh, a child labor minigame. <laughs> yeah. But they all had these, and they were so much fun, and now they don't exist anymore, and you can't find them anywhere. And there's actually, like, if you go on the American Girl doll website, which I just was um, in preparation for this, there is no Mm -hmm. current American Girl doll video game or even, like, little online quiz or anything to do. That's a bummer. They should put all those games on, like, a CD-ROM that you can play. That would be fantastic. They should. The biggest games, though, that I would say that I used to play, I played a lot of point-and-click games, like very Nancy Drew Adventure-style games. Specifically, my favorite one was the Dark Parables games. Yes, I remember these. Yeah, which I've talked about. I mean, like, I remember you telling about them. I don't remember them existing no, as an entity on no, no, their no, own. No, 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 Which are, they're like a point-and-click adventure game. Uh, you know, it's like it's like a an I Spy kind of thing where you have to, like, find mm-hmm. items. And there's, like, an overall story going on where you're a detective. And there's some sort of like mystical fairy tale thing happening. And it's all very like dark. It's mm-hmm. it's very spooky. And and there's like a dark mystical thing happening with these fairy tale story worlds. And you have to go in and like get to the bottom of what's happening. And it's almost always like ghosts or <laughs> you know, creepy puppets or so so many sure. things. Classic. Yeah, and you know, they're all connected. Mostly because, mostly they're connected through the Frog Prince, who kind of is like the heart of 
the games, which is actually the second game they came out with. The second game they came out with was the Frog Prince game. And where it's revealed that, like, the story of the frog prince is, you know, the story that you know where he was a frog and then he got kissed by a princess and he turned into a handsome prince. But then he never aged. And then when Mm -hmm. his princess dies because of old age, he turns back into a frog and has to just do it again. (laughs) God, that's extremely dark. Yeah. And so he's got this huge castle with, like, seven rooms that are all his different princesses that he's had at one, like all his different dead wives. Yeah. And spoiler at the end of the frog prince game, you have to kill him. Yeah. Do you, you have to kill him by like finding the right thing. And basically you have to figure out a way to break his curse so that he can die. Damn. And be with his first wife, Ivy. I remember her name is Ivy. And that's like his like true love. But then you kind of, as like the next games go on, you 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 find in, in the Frog Prince, like one of his princesses was like a mermaid and one of his princesses used to be a scullery maid and kind of stuff like that where it's like, oh, it's the other familiar princesses that you know. And then the next couple mm-hmm. games are all basically the stories of each of these like princesses. It's qu- quite a convoluted world. There's an organization of the Red Red Riding Hoods. <laughs> yeah, it gets pretty convoluted. So what, what drew you, like, why did you love these games so much? Like I said, it's got the, I have to get to the bottom of it. Like, what's going on? I need to get to the bottom mm-hmm. of this story. And it was, like, vaguely spooky and a little bit tricky. And there's, a, there's puzzle elements to all of these where you have to, like, figure out, okay, I have this key. Like, where does this key go to? So you have to retrace your steps to, like, every place you've been and try all of these things. And you have to figure out the items you need in order to progress. But, it, and then it, but there's no action in it. So there's never, like, I'm never being punished for, you know, not yeah. being able to press A fast enough. Which at the time, that's all I thought video games were. And I really hated them because I wasn't good at them. Because, yeah, you just can't press A fast enough. Exactly. I was like, well, I just, I'm not good at this because I don't know how to do a combo in Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. So and now so you these... finally found some games that don't require combos. Uh, yeah. See, there are like, there have been, like, there's been kind of a resurgence of like hidden object games, they call mm-hmm. them, of like, look around and find the thing. But I don't think any of them has done the thing that Dark Parables do, where it's like also an adventure game and it has this deep, dark story. Like a lot of them are kind of more low-key, kind of cutesy, chill games. And I wonder if you would like them the same. Like it might be more like the the like adventure point-and-click realm that like gives you that the same kind of thing today. Yeah, and I... Me and my my sister would play these games together, and we didn't just play. There was a few games that were kind of they were they were all spooky. Like I don't know why all of these games like were <laughs> vaguely spooky, but they were. Yeah. There was like another game where you would travel through time by going through these like pictures. Like you had the ability to travel through time by traveling into photographs, and then you would you know search it around and find the object and then you'd step out of the photograph but it was always creepy and there was always ghosts involved and i think it's Uh because you're playing these games in in order for a you know a search and find game to work you need to be alone you need to be in a space with a lot of crap 
like so that you know it's not easy to find stuff and the best way to do that is to have like giant empty homes that for some reason nobody lives in (laughs) anymore and the best way to do that is to have it be like there's ghosts sure and that also keeps the suspense because you go into a room and then like the door closes behind you and you're like ah it's a ghost it's a ghost it's spooky now i have to hunt around and search for things and I know I've talked about the the one particular search and find that has always stuck with me, which was the Phantom of the Opera. Uh-huh. Uh, which was so, so scary because you would be searching around and then you would get jump scared by like the phantom, like in your screen. <laughs> but yeah, me and my sister played so many of these games. We spent so much money on on these games because they weren't that expensive and you'd be able to play them for like couple hours they'd take up like five hours of your you know day and then just move on to the next one find the next princess and creepy frogman. i know and i looked it up it doesn't seem like they've made one of these dark parables games in a long not a long time but in like a couple years and me and my sister played them for a few years like we would like Mm -hmm. look it up and see when the next ones come out and then we'd because we'd randomly be like, oh, we haven't played one of those games in a while. Have they made a new one? And we'd look, be like, oh, yeah, they've got two new ones. Like, quick, let's buy them and play them this weekend. That's cute. Yeah, it looks like the last one came out in 2019. You can purchase the entire series for $134 on Steam. Yeah, and then they had collector's editions, which has like a bonus scene mm. at the end. All of them had collector's editions. So you gotta get the regular one or the collectors. We always got the collectors because it, it's like, well, you want you want to get the bonus because if you don't get the bonus scene, you're not gonna get the hint about what the next game is going to be about. Of course. Like, how would story. I know that the next game is about Jack and the Beanstalk? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta like emotionally prepare yourself. Yeah, exactly. I gotta start thinking Beanstalk thoughts. Mm-hmm. Oh my I god. I mean, these sound like a blast. Girl, what was it? Goddess Go Goddess Games. Go Goddess sounds Games. Sounds like a blast. Well, Girls Go Games is the dress up. Oh yes, Girls yeah. Go Games and girlgoddess.com. Go, gogoddess.com is what it was. Yes. A lot of go, a lot of You got to go when you're a girl. You just yeah, you just wanted to go as a kid. I also, just keep going. I mean, same thing though and applies to like the Barbie website had like a lot of games, my scene. Mm-hmm. My which was so my scene were a type of doll. I'm going to explain this to you real quick, Robin, because I'm sure you have no idea. So Barbie was a doll, obviously. And then Bratz came out, which Bratz were like the teen mm-hmm. version of a Barbie. And, you know, they were cooler. They were more modern. And they were a little like, you know, trashier. Um, everyone thought <laughs> that the Bratz were slutty. Um which I guess they were. They wore mini skirts and crop tops and super, super high oh, heels no. and like a yeah, lot of scandalous. a lot of makeup. So Mattel's response to the popularity of Bratz is they made Mycene dolls. And originally one of the main Mycene dolls was just called Barbie because it was supposed to. <laughs> fuck it. That's a name. <laughs> well, they were you like. You can't do shit, Hasbro. <laughs> Well, no, it was M- Mattel made. Oh, it was made by the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, okay. Mattel's response to. Bratz dolls being so popular since they were like, well, Barbies aren't as popular because Bratz are so popular. They made Mycene dolls, which was like their version of a Bratz doll. Like they were teenagers. Mm-hmm. They were a little hipper, a little cooler, but they were still like, I mean, the main one was supposed to be Barbie. They renamed her, I think, Chelsea, because they were all named after different parts of New York City. They were named Chelsea and Madison 
And wow, so hip. Yes. Um, but they had, I had never had a Mycene doll, but I did play the games online, the Mycene mm-hmm. games. And they were a lot of, those were a lot of fun. The Polly Pocket game was so much fun. The Polly Pocket, like, pop star game. These don't exist anymore. You can't find them anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that was such a thing. Like, every website had just a shit ton of games to play. Yeah, every... Like, I remember the, like, Nickelodeon website I would go on all the time, and, like, they would always be making, like, new games for, like, their different shows. Yeah, Disney Channel. I remember there was, like, a Garfield game that was, like, you were Garfield, and there was, like, lasagna falling from the sky, and you just, like, moved him across the screen to catch all the lasagna. Like, that was, like, the caliber of all of these games, but they were, it was just, like, so much fun. I mean, I never played that Garfield game, but it's just, like, the, what everyone remembers, the Lilo and Stitch sandwich stacker game. Of course. You do know this. Classic. Right, Robin? No, I don't know this. We're just a Never little, we're a little different in age. Um, but no, it's it, the exact same game where you play as experiment yes. six, two, five, and he's, you're sliding him across as he's trying to build like the largest sandwich. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's Disney channel had so many games like that. Kim possible had a game. That's a Raven had a game. Lilo and Stitch had a game. Zach and Cody, like all of these, they all had games on just the Disney channel website. Mm-hmm. Crazy, and I'm yeah. sure like none of these games exist. I mean, honestly, I'm sure I'm I'm sure somebody has like you know some archive of these games just because they were so popular. Yeah. That's why my games are yes gone to this world because they weren't as popular, so they just disappeared into the ether. I found a website recently that archives a bunch of the sounds that you could put on like GeoCities pages and like MySpace and stuff. Just mm-hmm. random. MIDI music and shit. I'm sure something like that has to exist for these games. I would love to find them. Yeah. And just spend all day playing like basically the same game with different graphics. Oh my God. (laughs) It sounds like a real treat. It's just so funny talking about it because it feels like I've hallucinated so many of these games. Yeah. It's so weird to have spent like so much time playing these things. And then it's just like you can never prove that they were ever there to anyone who wasn't, who didn't see them for themselves. It's very spooky. It's a it's a dark parable of its own. I know. I mean, because most of the games that we played for like the longest time were CD-ROM games and like mm-hmm. online. Like we didn't have in my house growing up. We didn't have a um, like game system until we got the Wii. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that was the first one that we had, and then after we got the Wii, my brother got an Xbox, but. Yeah, that was, I mean, then my brother and sister also got Nintendo DSs, but I also feel like that was after we had, we got the Wii. Yeah. It could have been. I so I, the, most of the games that I was, was playing when I was young. It was just Flash games up until then. What it really was, it was Flash games and CD-ROM games. So many CD-ROMs. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Hell yeah. That game is so good. Stand <laughs> by it. That's what we need to do for for girl mode. We're we're pivoting to only talking about CD-ROM games and games you can play online if it's 1998. Yes, exactly. Everybody should go look forward to that. Yeah, everybody should go look up the plot for Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego because there is a plot and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna read that. I'm gonna read the the plot to Dark Parables, which oh my sounds God. extremely intense. 
All right. Well, we've looked. We've we've delved into the Zoe's past. Yeah. A lot. We figured out what makes Zoe tick, video game wise. So why don't we look now into the future? Yeah. To see if Zoe can once again dominate predictions for the year 2024 in like video Nostradamus. games. Like Nostradamus. Who's going to get canceled? What games are going to come out or not come out? I mean, it's really just who's going to get canceled is what you're good at predicting, apparently. But Yeah, that's that's what I'm known for. Wait, what was the one that you actually got? Oh, Girl Mode will get 100... Hundred. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Listens to one episode. You can make other predictions that we have to get better at our at making a podcast to achieve. Yeah, seriously, I was so pissed because I was doing so good with my Microsoft uh, Activision thing, yeah. but then I got fucked. I really thought that the capitalism U- won. The UK again. really stepped in and was like, "No, you can't do this," and I was like, "Great, I win." <laughs> and then. Yeah. Capitalism won. And then it turns out Microsoft has a lot of money, so yeah. it doesn't really matter what the law is. Yeah, they just handed a paper that says, I can do what I want. <laughs> okay, so for this year, who's going to be circumventing international <laughs> law? Who's going to be turning, getting going to turn on them on Twitter? What, what do we got? Okay, great. I'm so glad that we're doing this. So starting off strong, as we know, the switcheroo, the switch two will probably be coming out this year. So mm-hmm. my big uh, my big prediction is that when the Switch 2 comes out, it will have a VR attachment that you'll be able to buy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Big swing. Yeah. Once, like, at the same, same time that it releases, there's going to be a VR attachment that you can buy to go with the Switch 2. I also low-key think... The Virtual Boy 2. Yeah. I also low-key think that this will be the first time that VR will be good and it will actually start to get people into VR. Okay. I mean, yeah, Nintendo has tried VR before. But this time it's going to... They tried it a couple times. This time it's going to stick. But this time it's going to, yeah, they really worked on all the kinks. They they figured it out. I, I think it's similarly to the way that, you know, when they came out with the Wii, it really brought together this idea of like playing video games as a group with a bunch of people. I think mm-hmm. they're going to figure out a way that VR is a thing that you do with friends at a party. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And it, once someone figures out that VR should be a thing that people do at parties, then it's going to start being good. Yes. Yeah. When people accept that the best use of VR is making your friend wave their arms around like a fool <laughs> while everyone else watches them. And, they'll really get it. And I think that I think that they're going to figure that out. I think they're going to realize that it needs to be more like the Wii. And it's going to all mm-hmm. click. Okay, number two. Baby Steps. The game. Uh-huh. Uh, screenshots of the game Baby Steps will become a meme outside of just video game Twitter. It's already going to become a meme on video game Twitter. You guys are going to be sharing the shit uh-huh. out of it. I think it's going to break through. I think that okay. there's going to be a Baby Steps meme next year of just a fat, naked man falling on his ass. That's a good one. I like that one. What do you think? Do you think Baby Steps is ugly or, or pretty? I think Baby Steps is ugly on purpose. Okay, yeah. But does that... Yeah, okay. That still makes it ugly, even if it's intentional. Yeah, which I, does make okay. it better. When you're ugly on purpose, it's sure. like, okay, you're 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 trying to do something here. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. (laughs) 
that's my day to day. It's like, yeah, it's ugly, but it's <laughs> it's intentional. No, it's a look. It's a decision. Yeah. Um, the Muppet at the Game Awards this year will be Miss Piggy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I like that. She will be dressed as Aerith. What do you think? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah, now we're fucking cooking. Um, Are you going to cancel somebody else this year? No, I don't have anyone to cancel this year. Okay. Uh, this is just because of Willa. Uh, Nintendo North America will start to unionize. <laughs> that would be huge yeah. yeah i think that it's gonna happen everyone's gonna read willa's article and be like all right doug <laughs> yeah exactly They're gonna put be your like, money where your mouth put is. your money where your mouth is doug bowser we're unionizing um for those of you who don't know willa interviewed doug bowser and talked about unions and got him to basically mm-hmm. say like if they wanted to unionize like we would welcome it but they're so happy they just don't want to and the internet was very happy to read a story where he was saying that yeah and so uh so i think that they're gonna be like put your money where your mouth is we're doing it cool i like that one there okay this so if the elden ring dlc this this is one two three four five this is my fifth one but i have a sixth one Mm -hmm. okay so the elden ring dlc In the Mm -hmm. Elden Ring DLC this year, there will be explicit incest between Mikola and Melania. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. How explicit does it need to be? No, I'm not saying we're not like seeing them have sex, but we'll like, you know. Not like a graphic, but just Not graphic, but it will be like, oh, we'll meet their child or like they'll have an egg Mm -hmm. together or there will be some sort of (laughs) love letter written to the other. Like it's going to be there and it's going to be explicit. It's going to be like, yes, these two were were twins and they were in Uh love. I guess that depends on if George R. R. Martin is still involved. We'll see. I think I think it'll be we'll there. See. I think it'll be there. Okay. Um, it'll be weird and it'll make everybody uncomfortable and it'll be there anyway. <laughs> Fantastic. That's what FromSoft is for. Yeah, just like in the first Elden Ring where the reason that these two were fucked up in the first place is because she was having a child with herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean self This is why I'm saying it's not out of the realm of possibilities yeah, for the it's world really, that's it would been be like Kind of a step down in terms of weirdness. Exactly. That's why I think it'll be there. <laughs> okay. And now the last one, while we've been talking about it, you know, there's just been a lot of talk about girls and girlhood and with the popularity of the Barbie movie. I think it's time. I think there's going to be an American Girl Doll video game. Okay. Maybe it's time. I think it's time. And I have a few reasons to back this up. Okay, yeah, so please. we've had... I gotta say, I was so sad that your Barbie prediction did not come true last year. I know. That would have been the best. Yeah, instead they just shut down the game. They were like, we can't have Barbie. We must just <laughs> shut down. Right. Multiverses is over. There's no point to this anymore. If we don't have Barbie. um, if they, When they come back, if they bring Barbie, I'm gonna fucking lose it. That would be amazing. I think we're gonna get an American Girl doll video game. And a few reasons okay. I think that is... Because of the popularity of Barbie, they've already, people have already been talking like, oh, they're going to make an American Girl doll movie next. It's going to be about, Mm -hmm. you know, for so many women that are my age, like American Girl dolls were such a status item. Everyone wanted one. Uh, Everyone knew everything about them. Everyone read the books when they were in like fourth or fifth grade. 
it was just like the obsession item. And I think that now we're at the age for nostalgia for it. So everyone, I think, I'm just saying, I think it would work. And also, Mm -hmm. if not being a game for women my age, I also think it works for the younger girls because the most recent era's girl that they've introduced was a set of twins, Mm -hmm. twins of the 90s. And one of them is preppy and one of them is punk. But the punk one is into computers. That's like her whole personality is that, Uh you know, they live in Seattle and she's into computers. So I think (laughs) the waters are ready for them to like make an American Girl doll video game because they it's right there. And I think that... (laughs) They're they're over there cooking. They already know. It's already in the works. (laughs) It's time. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I love these predictions. I hope they all come true. These all sound great. I think they they all will. I think every single one of them will come come true this year. Are there are we setting terms for this this year? Because last year it was, you know, whichever if you won, you you host the podcast. And if Willa won, everything just proceeded as normal. I guess she didn't have any. Yeah, she doesn't get desires to fulfill. Um, Are we setting terms for this year? I think I think same terms. If I win, I think I get to come back. Uh, I get I get to keep. Uh, I get to host another episode. But we need to think of something for if Willow wins. Yeah, we could come up with. Yeah, we could all come up with something, or we could say. We could all do them, and whoever the two are who have the highest scores, they host the show. Yeah. So if like you and Willa have the highest scores, then you would host the show together. Even better, great! I have to talk more with Willa. That could be <laughs> Ugh. unless Willa's listening to this episode <laughs> later. Then, uh, <laughs> unless Willa's listening to this episode later, in which case, oh my god, I would love to just talk to Willa for just two hours <laughs> and make me listen to it later. Exactly, you have to edit it still. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I'm not. Willa's not going to edit it. Come on, let's be real. We'll think of something. If that doesn't work, we'll we'll come up with terms. Yeah, no, I but like that though. I'm very excited to play the American Girl doll game. Yeah, yeah, we, my, we all will be on my Switcheroo to VR VR yeah attachment. Exactly. Cool. Uh, so, what else have you been up to this week, Zoe? Um, that you want to talk to our dear listeners about? I, am I supposed to? I'm supposed to like recommend something to people here, right? Like that's. It doesn't have to be a recommend. Just kind of like, what you've been up to. I, yeah. Well, I feel like I haven't been up to much because I've been like so sick, like this past week. That's true. I like last weekend. I was like passed out. We were supposed to record this episode last week. It's right. But I was dying. <laughs> that's, I was. That's why this this episode is a week late. <laughs> I'm not even joking when I said I went to bed on Thursday and I was in and out of consciousness really until Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, no. When I talked to Willa, she was like, "I'm actually worried about Zoe. Like, I've not seen her for about a day." Yeah, I didn't. I didn't eat for like 36 hours. Like it was like Willa was yeah asking me if we needed to go to the ER. Um, yeah, it seemed bad. Yeah, so now I'm just uh, just hanging and getting back into things, and I could recommend a TV show. Sure. Willa and I are watching the Percy Jackson TV show on Disney Plus. And that's really I Is mean, that like brand new? Yeah, yeah. They're they're Okay. I know they did those two movies, which everyone agrees were bad because they changed the plot entirely of 
of the books and nobody liked nobody likes it when you do that they just want to see the books on screen which is i think the thing that's a weird idea it's the thing the tv show is getting really right they're doing the books like like pretty beat by beat they're changing a few things which i think you have to but for the most part Mm -hmm. it's pretty much beat by beat the books and it's really good and the kids that they've cast are really good even though will and i were both they they casted them like age accurately which will and i were hesitant about because we're like i don't know if i want to watch 12 year olds because they're really young yeah yeah i didn't really say that yeah they're very young but they're also very good i don't know it's a good little good little flick and i i think if you liked the books when you were my age you know in middle school then yeah you'll like them did you ever read those books robin no yeah you were too old for them you were probably already in high school i was too old for them yeah I feel like Harry Potter poisoned the well on a lot of that stuff for me. Because when I was a kid, I read like the first like two Harry Potter books or something. And I was like, these are bad. And so everything else that came out afterward that was like, seemed like it was like a kind of a Harry Potter mm-hmm. adjacent type thing. I was like, those are probably bad too. Yeah. So I just kind of avoided them. I think it was also more of a sci-fi kid than a fantasy kid. Yeah, that makes sense. I got into them because my sister got into them because... She was recommended them, I believe, by her tutor. Be- yeah, because the told whole me about this. yeah, because the whole pr- concept of them is that like the the demigods, which are all the main characters of the books, are all they're all half human, half god, and it's the idea that demigods all are dyslexic and all have ADHD, and it's because you know it's because magic reasons. But my sister, who mm-hmm. was dyslexic, who is dyslexic and has ADHD, she was recommended these books as a way to be like you know. The main character is just like you, which Rick Riordan made because his own child was dyslexic and had ADHD. So he did make it based off his own kid. And I know Phoebe really... Which is very sweet. Yeah, my sister really liked them. And then they're also just good. So then I read all of them and there's like a bunch of spinoff series. I don't... I I think I started the first spinoff series, which actually isn't really a spinoff. It's more like a sequel. But I'd never, I never finished that one. And then, which he did as his sequel series is about like the Roman gods. And I know he's done one that's about like Nordic gods and he's done one about Egyptian gods. And I never got into those either. But yeah, so, but this this TV show, we're having a lot of fun with it. And I'm interested to see how long it goes. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Um... I think for me, I've also been watching just oh, a yeah. couple what of shows. Oh yeah, what are you up to, Robin? Now it's now it's your turn. Sorry, oops. Yeah, it's all right. You don't you don't have it ingrained in you that this is how it goes. Yeah. Have you? Okay, so I think I want. I've been watching a couple anime series recently, which Willa recommended to me. So I'm curious if you have watched these as well. Probably. I've been watching Freerin. Yes. And I watched Bochi the Rock. Oh, okay. Did you? How 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 are you? What, what are my are thoughts, thoughts on, on this? These? Um. It's so funny because this is such a tangent and I feel like I'm going to bring us on an, like another tangent that we're going to talk about too sure long. Enough. It's so funny watching anime with Willa um, because I was a loser in middle school and I was watching anime in middle school. Um, Willa was uh-huh. also a loser in middle school, but like a video game loser. Um, and I sure. wasn't, different wasn't different losers. Different genre of loser. Yeah. And I was watching anime in middle school. And Willa, like, hated anime for so long because of all the reasons that <laughs> normies hate anime. Sure. And it was just because I... Because a lot of it's bad. I mean, yeah. But I was... I think that what got me in re-watching anime that then led to me having Willa watch 
different anime with me is because of the reboot that they did a fruits basket, which I had to watch because mm. fruits basket is like yeah, yeah. the like pivotal shoujo teen girl, like manga and anime. Like I read the whole manga as a kid. Like I read the whole manga. I watched the anime, the old one. I watched it on like YouTube, I think. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, uh, like, you know, half episode by half episode. Cause it would be like part one and part two. Oh my cause, God. Yes. Cause YouTube could only handle like 10 minutes of content at a time. And then I rewatched uh, well, I didn't rewatch. I watched Fruits Basket when they did this, the the new reboot, which is so good. And that's kind of what I think got me to like rewatch some of my favorite like dumb little anime, which is like Maidsama nice. and Kamisama Kiss and uh, just like so many like just like rom com teenage girly. And, and I made Willow uh-huh. watch some of them with me. And now it's become like, Willa's watching all of these anime now without me and she watches you know like Gundam anime which I would never watch got into Jujutsu Kaisen and now she got me into Jujutsu Kaisen which are just like so like that shonen style is just like not a style I was ever into yeah so it's just so funny watching watching these with her but uh, specifically with Freerin and Bochi the Rock I did she watched she started Bochi the Rock without me and then you know, the thing that happens when you live with a person and they're watching something and you like being around them. So you watch it because, you know, you want to uh-huh. be with them. And then I fell in love with Bochi the Rock because it is so much fun and so cute. Yes. Um, Freerin, Willa told me about Freerin. And at first I was like, I actually don't want to watch that because um, it sounded too sad. Yeah. I mean, it is at first. It definitely it's is. very sad. Especially because she pitched it as similar to Violet Evergarden which mm-hmm. is another anime that I did watch all by myself. And it, I, I think I cry at every single episode of Violet Evergarden because yeah. every single episode is like a huge fucking bummer. Yeah, but I've, yeah. I, so I have seen some Freerin. Willa has made me watch the first couple episodes and then I've, I've caught a few episodes here and there with her, but I haven't seen the whole thing. Yeah, it like very quickly becomes not that sad. Like the first two episodes, I cried so like painfully. It it was so much. And then immediately after that, it like gets a lot more fun. Um, But they continue to be really interesting. It's like a cool adventure. All the characters are great. The thing that I really can't stop thinking about is how fucking good the English voice actor for Freerin is. Yeah. Her voice is incredible. So good. It's so good. I love it so much. She has such a unique voice. It's great. Love Freerin. I like actually stopped watching at like episode 15 or something because that's the only like that was as far as it was dubbed up to. And I started watching the subtitled version of 16 and it just like doesn't feel the same without Freerin sounding the same. I feel that way. Willa and I have so many anime like that. Uh, Spy, Spy X Family, we tried uh-huh. watching that in English because we, you know, you don't always want to read while you're watching TV. So we're like, let's try yeah, it in yeah. English. And we're just like, it sounds so different. Like, that's what Anya sounds like. I can't do it. Like, let's, we have to go back to the Japanese version. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's some that I can watch either and some that I can only watch one or the other. But this one is like, so specifically for like that performance. It's just so, so good. So yeah, I've been watching that, loving it. I watched all of Bochi the Rock, which was also fantastic. Uh, I didn't, Willa kept telling me to watch it. And she was like, it's about these like high school girls who start a band. And I was like, that sounds 
like kind of generic. Like I, I don't really, I don't get what's so special about that. And then I started watching it and I was like, oh, it's like really funny. And Bochi is a really interesting character. And the animation is super interesting the way that it changes style so much. And there's great music in it. Like I did not expect it to be the way that it is at all. Um, yeah, I know that Will has been trying to get you to watch it, and you keep watching every so other long. thing that she recommends before you were watching Bochi the yeah. Rock. It was, and Will is like, she's never going to watch it. And she would like it so much, but she's just never going to watch it. Yeah. Well, the problem was, for a while, I was just like watching things while I was doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. And since Bochi is only subtitled, I kind of couldn't do that. So I had to be like, okay, I'm going to actually devote time to watching it. And like as soon as I started, I was like, oh, okay. I she was right. Like, this is so good. Yeah, I know that you have like rules for the anime that you'll watch where you're like, you don't want to watch if they're teenagers. You don't want to watch it if it's about a boy and a girl falling in love. This is just Willa keeps recommending me anime that are like high school romance shit. And I'm just like, I don't care. Those are the best ones. Like that's just those That's such a specific subgenre for anime. Like the way that anime does that feels so specific. The thing that I finally told her is like, the second someone mentions the student council, I'm out. I don't care anymore. What are it's you not, saying? I can watch stuff that are like, like Bochy the Rock is about like girls in high school, and it's great because it's not like about like high school drama. It's just like I don't yeah, know how you can say that. Know. When Maidsama is one of the, or as real people will know, Kaichuwa Maidsama, which translates to the president is a maid, is one of the greatest, not only one of the greatest manga ever written, it's one of the greatest anime ever made. It's so old and it is such an important part of me because it's so, so funny. And I have so many like that because, yeah, I was a dumb middle schooler who was just in the mood to, you know, be a high who wanted so badly to be a high schooler. So the high school animes oh were so, yeah. so important to me. I was like, I want to be a high school and uh-huh. I want to fall in love. The end. Um, which then I went <laughs> to high school and proceeded to not fall in love and be kind. And I'm so happy that that did not happen. But yeah, president yeah. is a maid. Oh gosh. So it shows your timing better. Yeah. President is a maid. Yeah. It's about, it's about, okay. yeah, it's about the, uh, the high school, president who has a part-time job at a maid cafe and then mm-hmm. yeah and then there's a boy at school who discovers her terrible secret that she works at a maid cafe and then you know chaos ensues sure this is the other problem is a lot of these animes are a, they have boys they're about boys yes and i don't care yeah about that. I, I know i know um, you don't like boys <laughs> man hater this- <laughs> robin yes I just, yeah, I, it, it is honestly, like, pretty hard for me to get into a, like, hetero romance series. Like, if it's Yuri, fine, whatever. But so, so few of them Okay, are. I do low-key feel like you should try, okay, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say this on the podcast because it's so embarrassing to talk about these anime. Perfect. Maybe you should try Kamisama Kiss because I don't think it's that, it, like, she okay. is technically in high school, but... 90% of the anime doesn't happen at high school. It's just like Yeah, it's just that's fine. Cuz teenagers watch TV and they're they're trying to market it to teenagers. Sure. They need to like root it somehow. Exactly. Yeah. Um Kamisama Kiss is about a young girl who becomes the land god for a shrine. Okay. 
And I mean, it's about the fact that, you know, she's a normal teenage girl and she suddenly turned into a god. And all of the, cool. the silly situations that end up in that, the shrine's familiar. It's like the main guy in it. But I think you'd like him. Mm-hmm. Tomoe. Okay. Willa, well, even Willa likes Tomoe. So. That's, oh, wait, is this the guy? Oh, this might be the guy she's she's mentioned before. It probably is because Willa really liked, uh, really likes Kami-sama Kiss. It also has such a great opening theme song oh my god yes that's worth so much a good opening and closing themes oh yeah absolutely like the closing theme of freerun is good all of the music in bochi is amazing oh yeah i mean so good yeah i would also recommend just like i'm gonna say it even though i know you will not you definitely will not watch this one but you're on high school host club for people who know like that is the quintessential fruits basket and you're on high school host club are like the quintessential like anime starter pack for a middle schooler okay at least it was in 2009 when i was in middle school Uh uh-huh so cool it'll all time travel yeah cool what were you doing in 2009 um, hard to say. What was I doing in 2009? I think I was about to graduate from college in 2009. I mean, I was a year away. I was in college. I was in, um, I think I was in seventh grade in 2009. That's great. What a good thing to say. It was in the um, computer lab watching anime and reading manga. And then I was, mm-hmm. or I was in the library reading the Percy Jackson books or all of the Indiana Jones books. Which I would steal yeah, from the I library. I was in the library fretting about uh, what I was going to do after graduating college. And look, look and at us now. the answer was just kind of fuck around for like 10 years. The answer was host a podcast where you talk to your co-host's girlfriend Eventually. about anime and American Girl Much dolls. later. So it was all worth it, really. Yeah. Because you met me. Yeah. This was all worth it. It uh-huh. all worked out. Worth all the debt. Yeah. All right. And with that, do you want to? Do you want to? Yeah, yeah. Um, you can follow Girl Mode on all social medias at Girl Mode Pod. Uh-huh. Uh, you can follow Willa uh, at on any socials at the Willa Row, and you can follow Robin at Robin Bombus. Thank you so much for Is joining us. Is there any way us. they can like get in contact with us? Oh yeah, or... you can also uh, email girlmodepod at gmail dot com uh, with any questions or comments. Uh, you know, if you if this was your favorite episode ever, please let us know, and I will become the permanent <laughs> host, and I will dethrone Willa. Um, if you thought I was terrible, keep it to yourself. No one cares. Mm-hmm. You can rate and review the podcast, share the podcast on your socials, let everybody know that you love it. Tell a friend um, to go learn about the American. Go, oh my God, tell your friend to go have a tea party at the American Girl Doll store where they let you borrow a doll if you don't bring your own. <laughs> Fantastic. And then Great you advice. talk about girl mode while you're at the tea party. And yeah, tell the tell the doll about girl mode and maybe she'll become real and start listening. Yeah. And we'll see you back next week mm-hmm. when Zoe has uh, usurped Willa as the new queen of the podcast and maybe me. Who could say? Yeah, it'll uh, just become me in to find out. just all by myself. Uh-huh. And I think everyone would just like you that. and the American girl dolls. And we'll see you then. Yeah. 
Bye. I hope that comes through. I don't know if it will. Should I have told people to follow me? No, don't follow me. Did we not write down what? Oh, wait, is that what I just deleted? Yeah, it is. Okay, cool. I can hear Robin. Maybe a little louder. How's that? Robin, talk. Uh, yeah, hi, this is Robin. I'm here to talk to Zoe about video games and why Willa is stupid. <laughs> yeah, Willa is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> talking. Um, what is that cat licking up? Ice. Is it puke? Can you just talk? Uh, talk. Yeah, she's like licking the ground, and I've never seen her do that. So <laughs> the ground. <laughs> and I guess this is something she does because I'm just think I'm just saying she's a little freak. Who, My Willa? clock is five seconds behind. Yeah, Willa is a freak. Oh, you already have time. Dot is open. Look at you, professional. I don't know what that is. Willa did this. Okay. What? I don't know what time. Dot is is. <laughs> My clock okay. is 0. 0.4 seconds um, behind. Do you need me to supervise your clap? Can no, you clap? don't. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess yes is the answer. Uh, <laughs> like, Robin, I know you think this is all ha-ha funny, funny joke time. You're going to realize how much a pain in the ass this is going to be. Yeah, but I normally edit you. I'm used to pain in the ass editing. What did Robin say? She's used to you for pain in the ass editing. Yeah, I know, but this is different. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't. This is the to next clap. level. Any other rules? Um, any other rules for Zoe, Robin? Um, don't say anything too homophobic. But mm, uh, that'll be difficult yeah, for me. You need to like remain, keep a you know, a moderate level throughout the episode. Yeah. Am I still being too loud? No, I think you'll be all right now. Also, Robin is a good editor, so she'll be able to like. Thank you. That's manage true. volume shit. <gasps> Meow. Meow. Okay. Um, we do normally start this recording with a good round of meowing, just to those, just a vocal those warm up. Bitches are uh, Robin saying that you guys normally start your recording with some meowing as a vocal warm up. Meow, 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 <laughs> meow, meow. <laughs> I was not joking. <laughs> Seasonal special sushi set. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, meow. Willa! Yeah. We're done! And Robin thinks I'm going to lose the file. Yeah. Robin is saying that she thinks I'm stupid. She's saying, I think Zoe's dumb. Oh my god, she keeps saying it. I mean, How rude. I, I, I think that too, though. <laughs> na, 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 na